Howdy. This is Too Busy for Crypto. This podcast is for fans of cryptocurrency who want to increase their financial literacy and cryptocurrency literacy. I am not an expert. I am an enthusiast. This podcast is my hobby and is for education. This episode, I will review the book Mastering Ethereum by Andreas Antonopoulos and Gavin Wood, published 2018 and revised 2021. At least half of this book is computer science technobabble. There is a lot of information that is basic to cryptocurrency, and this is what I wish to relay. The paper copy of this book can run $40 to $50 to buy. There is an audiobook version also. Some libraries will have the paper book, some will have the audiobook available through an app. You can also find a free text version online if you search GitHub Ethereum book. The text version is in ASCII doc format, not PDF, which means it is a little less user-friendly. For this episode, I will provide a lot of quotes. Most of my quotes will be abridged and or paraphrased, not only to speed up the quote and make it more clear, but also because I find the writing style of mastering Ethereum to use a lot of extra words in a way that is flowery, indirect, and hedging. The information in the book is useful, which is what matters. I will append each quote or set of quotes with my personal comments. I will approach the contents in chapter order, and I will skip chapters and sections that are very technical. Let's begin. Chapter 1. What is Ethereum? The following five points are modified quotes from this chapter. Point 1. The authors of this book received an early draft of the Ethereum proposal. Andreas Antonopoulos was writing his book, Mastering Bitcoin, and did not participate in Ethereum early on. Gavin Wood offered his C++ programming skills to Vitalik Buterin. Gavin became Ethereum's co-founder, co-designer, and CTO. Point 2. Ethereum is an open-source, globally decentralized computing infrastructure that executes programs called smart contracts. It uses a blockchain to synchronize and store the system's state changes along with a cryptocurrency called ETH to meter and constrain execution resource costs. Point 3. Ethereum's purpose is not primarily to be a digital currency payment network. While the digital currency ETH is both integral to and necessary for the operation of Ethereum, ETH is intended as a utility currency to pay for use of the Ethereum platform as the world computer. Point 4. The Ethereum platform enables developers to build powerful decentralized applications with built-in economic functions. While providing high availability, auditability, transparency, and neutrality, it also reduces or eliminates censorship and reduces certain counterparty risks. Point 5. 
Unlike Bitcoin, which has a very limited scripting language, Ethereum is designed to be a general-purpose programmable blockchain that runs a virtual machine capable of executing code of arbitrary and unbounded complexity. Where Bitcoin's script language is intentionally constrained to simple, true-false evaluation of spending conditions, Ethereum's language is Turing-complete, meaning that Ethereum can function as a general-purpose computer. End of quotes. The following list is quoted from this chapter and then followed by my comments. The components of an open public blockchain are 1. A peer-to-peer P2P network based on a standardized gossip protocol. 2. Messages in the form of transactions representing state transitions. 3. A set of consensus rules governing what constitutes a transaction and what makes for a valid state transition. 4. A chain of cryptographically secured blocks that acts as a journal of all verified and accepted state transitions. 5. One or more open source software implementations of clients. My comments on these components of an open public blockchain. 1. Gossiping network nodes have to talk and don't keep secrets. 2. Transactions are messages. Messages are speech. Therefore, transactions are speech. 3. Consensus is the method of agreement of which messages to publish. 4. A valid state transition is like a published journal of changes, like a logbook or a spreadsheet log. 5. Implementations of clients means coders can make an Ethereum program with any type of code as long as it follows the Ethereum rules. A quote on the last quoted list. Different blockchains have different properties. We must identify those properties, such as open, public, global, decentralized, neutral, and censorship resistant. When someone tells you that something is a blockchain, you need to start asking a lot of questions to clarify what they mean when they use the word blockchain. Ask if it upholds the properties in the preceding list. Now to quote another long list followed by my comments. Ethereum Components 1. A peer-to-peer network. Ethereum runs on the Ethereum main network, which is addressable on TCP port 30303 and runs a protocol called DevP2P. 2. Consensus rules. See the yellow paper. 3. Transactions. Messages that include sender, recipient, value, and data payload. 4. State Machine State transitions are processed by the EVM, Ethereum Virtual Machine. The EVM executes machine language instructions. EVM programs written in higher-level languages like Solidity are called smart contracts. Smart contracts are compiled into machine language for execution like a regular computer. 
5. Data Structures Ethereum's state is stored locally on each node as a database which contains the transactions and system state in a serialized hashed data structure called a Merkle-Patricia tree. 6. Ethereum began using Bitcoin's consensus model, Nakamoto Consensus, which uses sequential single-signature blocks weighted in importance by proof-of-work to determine the longest chain and therefore the current state. My comments on this list of components. 1. Noting the TCP port 30303 is easy to overlook, but it is important. Networking involves about seven layers of communication. TCP IP is one of those layers. It is worth researching network layers if you want to look at the internet as something other than magic. 2. Mastering Ethereum says consensus is described in the Ethereum yellow paper. This is a math-heavy technical reference paper that is updated routinely. I will read a quote from section 10 of the version dated 2023-12-13. Quote, The canonical blockchain is a path from root to leaf through the entire block tree. In order to have consensus over which path it is, Conceptually, we identify the path that has had the most computation done upon it, or the heaviest path. Clearly, one factor that helps determine the heaviest path is the block number of the leaf, equivalent to the number of blocks, not counting the unmined genesis block, in the path. The longer the path, the greater the total mining effort that must have been done in order to arrive at the leaf. This is akin to existing schemes, such as that employed in Bitcoin-derived protocols. End quote. Comment number three on the components list. Transactions. The data payload in transactions is where most of the goodies are, such as a smart contract, its token, or NFT, and any protocols it produces. When the authors say value, that refers to ETH, the native token, required to do anything. Point 4. Regarding the transition of consensus change away from POW, proof of work, I will quote a note from ethereum.org history on the transition to proof of stake, also known as ETH 2.0, or the merge, or beacon chain, or Paris Upgrade. Quote, The Paris Upgrade on 15th September 2022 triggered the merge transition. Its major feature was switching off the proof-of-work mining algorithm and associated consensus logic and switching on proof-of-stake instead. End quote. I mention this because it was a significant event. Proof-of-stake requires a tiny fraction of the electricity to work, which is resource-efficient, but proof-of-work advocates like Bitcoiners regard the resource waste of proof-of-work as a major security feature, even though it prices out common participants. The transition was likely accelerated because PulseChain was going to beat Ethereum to market with proof-of-stake. Instead, Ethereum beat PulseChain, and PulseChain launch was delayed to review and incorporate the Ethereum developments. 
end of comments on the components list. The last quote from chapter 1. Ethereum became a platform for dApps, decentralized applications. A dApp is composed of at least smart contracts on a blockchain and a web front-end user interface. Comment. Everyone should beware of catchy jargon like dApp because the average person does not think about what it means and if it is being stated properly. The decentralized part of a dApp exists on a blockchain, but if that protocol has admin keys, then the decentralization is undermined. The other half of a dApp is a front end, which is usually a website. Websites are centralized and open to things like hacking. A decentralized front end is one which a user runs on their local device without a website, or one which exists on a decentralized file system like IPFS. It may also matter if the front end code is open source or closed source. Again, beware of catchy jargon. End of chapter. Chapter 2. Intro. Quotes on Currency. Ethereum's currency unit is called Ether, also identified as ETH, E-T-H. ETH is subdivided into smaller units, down to the smallest possible unit, which is named Wei. One ETH is one quintillion Wei. Comment. Gwei, used for gas, means gigaway, or one billion Wei. ETH is one billion Gwei, and a billion billion way. Quotes on choosing an Ethereum wallet. This book uses the term wallet to mean a software application that helps you to manage your Ethereum account. In short, an Ethereum wallet is your gateway to the Ethereum system. It stores your keys and can create and broadcast transactions on your behalf. Choosing an Ethereum wallet can be difficult because there are many different options with different features and designs. Some are more suitable for beginners and some are more suitable for experts. The Ethereum platform itself is still being improved, and the best wallets are often the ones that adapt to the changes that come with the platform upgrades. Comment. Wallet is a bad term. Keychain is better. Wallets can store data on the public and private key pair. The word account means the same thing as public-private key pair. Protecting your private key is the number one consideration for wallet keychains. Quote on security. Some users choose to give up control over their private keys by using a third-party custodian, such as an online exchange. In this book, we will teach you how to take control and manage your own private keys. Comment. Most crypto users are clueless and have no idea what they are giving up. Quote. With control comes a big responsibility. If you lose your private keys, you lose access to your funds and contracts. No one can help you regain access. Your funds will be locked forever. Here are a few tips to help you manage this responsibility. Tip 1. Do not improvise security. Use tried and tested standard approaches. 
Tip 2. The more important the account, the higher the security measures that should be taken. Tip 3. The highest security is gained from an air-gapped device, but this level is not required for every account. Tip 4. Never store your private key in plain form, especially digitally. Fortunately, most user interfaces today won't even let you see the raw private key. Private keys can be stored in an encrypted form, as a digital key store file. Being encrypted, they need a password to unlock. To access your account, you need both the key store file and the password. Do not store any passwords in digital documents, digital photos, screenshots, online drives, encrypted PDFs, etc. Comment This book goes into detail about private key security. You can read this for yourself. Another quote on security. Before transferring any large amounts, especially to new addresses, first do a small test transaction less than $1 value, and wait for confirmation of receipt. Once you receive the test transaction, try sending back again from that account. There are lots of reasons account creation can go wrong, and if it has gone wrong, it is better to find out with a small loss. If the tests work, all is well. Comment Ethereum gas fees are too expensive for most people to do multiple test transactions. Good advice will not be followed if gas fees are too stupid to tolerate small transactions. At the very least, make your first ever send to a new address some amount that you can lose. A quote on Explorer security. Public block explorers are an easy way to independently see whether a transaction has been accepted by the network. However, This convenience has a negative impact on your privacy because you reveal your addresses to block explorers which can track you. Comment You reveal your public key address. Without a VPN, you reveal your IP address and location. Without changing browser settings, you reveal geolocation even if you use a VPN. Sections that I am skipping wallet setup, use of testnets for free practice, and getting test ETH from a faucet for free practice. Quotes on externally owned accounts, EOAs, and contracts. The type of account you created in the MetaMask wallet is called an externally owned account, EOA. Externally owned accounts are those that have a private key, Having the private key means control over access to funds or contracts. The other type of account is a contract account. A contract account has smart contract code, which an external account can't have. A contract account does not have a private key. Contracts are owned and controlled by the logic of its smart contract code. That is the software program recorded on the Ethereum blockchain at the contract account's creation and executed by the EVM. Comment The term externally owned account could be twisted by the fake crypto industry into the term self-hosted wallet. 
The term self-hosted wallet is as stupid as saying self-owned human or book-owned word or water-dwelling fish. Externally owned means external to the data in the blocks of the blockchain. Contracts exist entirely in the payload data in the blocks of the blockchain. Notice the authors do not say internally owned, they say internal logic. The word owned is both misleading and unnecessary. It is simply a difference of knowledge published in the blocks versus knowledge known by a person outside of the blocks. The following quotes I think are interesting but not necessary to know. Contracts have addresses, just like external accounts. Contracts and externals can both send and receive ETH. However, when a transaction destination is a contract address, it causes that contract to run in the EVM using the transaction and the transaction's data as its input. In addition to ETH, transactions can contain data indicating which specific function in the contract to run and what parameters to pass that function. In this way, transactions can call functions within contracts. Because a contract account does not have a private key, it cannot initiate a transaction. Only external accounts can initiate transactions. Contracts can react to transactions by calling other contracts, building complex execution paths. One typical use of this is an external account sending a request transaction to a multi-signature smart contract wallet to send some ETH onto another address. A typical DAP programming pattern is to have contract A calling contract B in order to maintain a shared state across users of contract A. Comment. That is it for Chapter 2. Chapter 3. Clients. Quote. An Ethereum client is a software application. Different Ethereum clients interoperate if they comply with the reference specification and the standardized communications protocols. Ethereum is an open-source project, and the source code for all the major clients is available under open-source licenses, free to download and use for any purpose. Ethereum is defined by a formal specification called the Yellow Paper. Bitcoin is not defined in any formal way. As a result of Ethereum's clear formal specification, there are a number of independently developed and interoperable implementations of an Ethereum client. As of 2021, some programming languages used for Ethereum clients are Parity, written in Rust, Geth, written in Go, CPP Ethereum, written in C++, Pi Ethereum, written in Python, Mantis, written in Scala, Harmony, written in Java. Comment. That means different programs in different code by different people that all talk to each other the same way. Quote, The health, resilience, and censorship resistance of blockchains depend on them having many independently operated and geographically dispersed full nodes. 
Each full node offers the operator an authoritative and independent verification of all transactions and contracts. Running a full node will incur a cost in hardware resources and bandwidth. The data burden increases every day as new transactions and blocks are added. Ethereum remote clients, like wallets, do not validate block headers or transactions. They entirely trust a full client to give them access to the blockchain, and hence lose significant security and anonymity guarantees. You can mitigate these problems by using a full client that you run yourself. Comment. Running a full client is easier said than done. Beware that there are services that offer node rental, but this is just as bad for trust and worse for privacy than doing nothing. Node rental is something you would do if you have no privacy concerns and you need someone else to maintain the node constantly. End of chapter 3. Chapter 4. Keys and Addresses Quotes on Encryption Cryptography encompasses more than just secret writing, which is referred to as encryption. Cryptography can prove knowledge of a secret without revealing that secret, or to prove authenticity with data fingerprints known as hashes. As of 2021, no part of the Ethereum protocol involves encryption. All communications with the Ethereum platform and between nodes including transaction data, are unencrypted and can be read by anyone. This is so everyone can verify the correctness of state updates and consensus can be reached. In the future, advanced cryptographic tools, such as zero-knowledge proofs and homomorphic encryption, will be available that will allow for some encrypted calculations to be recorded on the blockchain while still enabling consensus. However, while provision has been made for them, they have yet to be deployed. Quotes on key use. Private keys are not used directly in the Ethereum system in any way. They are never transmitted or stored on Ethereum. That is to say that private keys should remain private and never appear in messages passed to the network, nor should they be stored on-chain. Only account addresses and digital signatures are ever transmitted and stored on the Ethereum system. Access and control of funds is achieved with digital signatures, which are also created using the private key. Ethereum transactions require a valid digital signature to be included in the blockchain. Anyone with a private key has control of the corresponding account and any ETH it holds. Quotes on Key Creation Asymmetric cryptography creates a public-private key pair. They are a pair because the public key is derived from the private key. Together, they represent an Ethereum account. A private key is a number, picked at random. The first and most important step in generating keys is to find a secure source of entropy, or randomness. This involves picking a number between 1 and 2 to the 256th power. 
The exact method you use to pick that number does not matter as long as it is not predictable or similar across attempts. The private key generation process is an offline one. It does not require any communication with Ethereum or anyone else. A public key is a point on an elliptic curve, meaning it is a set of x and y coordinates that satisfy the elliptic curve equation. Quotes on some cryptography terms. Determinism. A given input message always produces the same hash output. Verifiability. Computing the hash of a message is efficient. Linear complexity. Non-correlation. A small change to the message, for example a 1-bit change, should change the hash output so extensively that it cannot be correlated to the hash of the original message. Irreversibility. Computing the message from its hash is infeasible, equivalent to a brute force search through all possible messages. Collision protection. It should be infeasible to calculate two different messages that produce the same hash output. Comment. The authors discuss deriving child keys from parent keys. The practice of HD, or hardened derivation, is a more secure way to derive child keys from parent keys. Insecure child keys can expose all sibling keys. This concept is relevant for using sub-keys or sub-accounts derived from a basic private key. A wallet can do this by using a password to derive sub-keys. End of chapter. Chapter 6. Transactions. Quote, A transaction is a serialized binary message that contains the following seven data points. Nonce a sequence number used to prevent message replay. Gas price. Gas limit. The destination address. The value of ETH to send. The data payload to send. The digital signature. Comment. The data payload pertains to smart contract tokens and protocols. The digital signature is an approval code created by the private key. Quotes on gas. Gas is the fuel of Ethereum. Gas is not ETH. It's a separate virtual currency with its own exchange rate against ETH. Ethereum uses gas to control the amount of resources that a transaction can use, since it will be processed on thousands of computers around the world. The open-ended computation model requires some form of metering in order to avoid denial-of-service attacks or inadvertently resource-devouring transactions. Quotes on contracts Smart contracts are simply computer programs. They are immutable and deterministic. Immutable. Once deployed, the code of a smart contract cannot change. Unlike with traditional software, the only way to modify a smart contract is to deploy a new instance. Deterministic. The outcome of the execution of a smart contract is the same for everyone who runs it. Comment. Immutability and determinism may be broken by tactics like admin keys and oracles. 
Such tactics mean that a smart contract can be affected by data external to the blockchain. For example, an exchange contract might reference a price outside the chain instead of using on-chain ratios. Another example, a stablecoin issuer can have an external censorship list of addresses that cannot send or receive the stablecoin, which the token contract references for every transaction. Immutability is broken if something external can change the outcome. Determinism is broken if any transaction is affected uniquely. End of chapter. Chapter 10. Tokens. Examples of uses of tokens are, quote, as currency, as an access right, as a representation of shareholder equity, as a voting right, as a collectible, as a digital or legal identity, as a certification or attestation, or as a utility to access or pay for a service. ERC-20 is a standard for fungible tokens, meaning that different units of an ERC-20 token are interchangeable and have no unique properties. ERC-721 is a standard for a type of non-fungible token, NFT. End of chapter. Chapter 11. Oracles. Quote, Oracles are systems that can provide external data sources to Ethereum smart contracts. Ideally, oracles are systems that are trustless, meaning that they do not need to be trusted because they operate on decentralized principles. Allowing smart contracts to enforce contractual relationships based on real-world events and data broadens their scope dramatically. However, this can also introduce external risks to Ethereum's security model. Some examples of Oracle data. Random numbers. Exchange rate or other market data. Identifiers like country codes. Geolocation for tracking. Time and interval data. Natural events. Damage events. Political events. Sporting events and events on other blockchains. End of chapter. Chapter 12. DAPs. Quote, Some characteristics of decentralized applications. Resiliency. A DAP backend will be fully distributed and managed on a blockchain platform as a smart contract. Unlike an application deployed on a centralized server, a DAP will have no downtime and will continue to be available as long as the platform is still operating. Transparency The on-chain nature of a DAP allows everyone to inspect the code and be more sure about its function. Any interaction with the DAP will be stored forever in the blockchain. Censorship resistance As long as a user has access to an Ethereum node, running one if necessary, the user will always be able to interact with a dApp without interference from any centralized control. No service provider or even the owner of the smart contract can alter the code once it is deployed on the network. Comment. 
This chapter includes discussion of decentralized storage applications like Swarm and IPFS. End of chapter. Chapter 14. Consensus. Quote, Consensus is intended to produce a system of strict rules without rulers. Power and control are diffused across a broad network of participants whose self-interest is served by following the rules and behaving honestly. End quote. That concludes my quotes and commentary on quotes. Now a short conclusion on this review of the book Mastering Ethereum. I have covered topics of general interest that avoid technical discussions of math and computer science. This book is created to be like a user manual for Ethereum, which is why I think it is important to share. Many people do not read the instructions to anything if they think they can get by without it. Maybe a crypto participant can get by. YouTube videos are nice, but it is also nice to read what the creator wrote. This book applies specifically to Ethereum, but it also applies indirectly to PulseChain, except for a few technical matters. PulseChain was the first ever full system state fork of Ethereum. Everything I have stated here applies to PulseChain as well. PulseChain was designed to be more decentralized with lower fees. Part of this design is achieved by providing horizontal scaling to Ethereum, like a busy store opening a second location. This episode has been Review of Mastering Ethereum. I hope my discussion helps you to better understand or articulate some of these ideas. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day.